It's big. It's black. It's about watches. Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. Let's see what Kevin, Carl, and Dimitri have for us this week. They're really old, like, but they're still working. So, you know. yeah, but are they working well? Really well. Really? Yeah, they're just rough. 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 Okay. All right. Welcome back to the Big Black Clock. We're at episode eighty-six. Yes. Eighty-six guys. That's a lot. We survived. Again, we survived to 86. <laughs> survive. I don't know why I picture Robert Tony Jr. Survive. 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 Yeah. That has been the title of some of our parties. Survive. Survive. Yeah, Suck definitely. my unit. <laughs> We're supposed to be a unit. Exactly. That's such a good movie. So how are you guys doing this week? What's going on? Well, um, since last week, not much changed. Still wearing the same watch. Everything's going fine. Now I do need to find some IWC-styled Bands, right? That's what you showed me. For the FXD, yeah. There's, there's kind of like that, like with the screw down. Uh, yeah, yeah. There, but you know, I think this watch is so popular for the FXD that you're wearing that there's going to be people out there making watch. If you write watch straps, Tudor FXD, I'm sure you're going to find something. I haven't even watch, taken a look. Strap, Tudor FXD. FXD. I'm sure there's going to be like strap guide. There you go. Okay. Boo. Bulan and Sun. Oh, Bulang and Sons. Yeah, they're yeah. excellent. Okay. Yeah. Bulang. How about you, Dimitri? How are things going on your end? Uh, very similar to how they were going last week. Wearing the same watch and also the same clothes. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. It might be a little trick of rec- <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do, do we do Great. that? I don't think so. Oh, we no, no, we no, no. There's no proof. I don't think that's nah, good. Yeah, it's going to be all beeped out anyway. Or just cut it out. Yeah. We, we yeah. Will. You know, what's the problem is. Let's like, remain anonymous. <laughs> the problem is, like, when you, you remove, like, whole section of Dima, we only lose, like, five minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. It's okay. Go on. Go on. I have right. nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking at the straps right now for the uh, FXD and. Um, yeah, there's really cool options. I'm going to buy some. What kind of straps are there for are, IWC? Huh? That you can put on like the actual proper straps? Yeah, like can rubber stuff. There's like rubber natos. Oh, they even show them on the on the, to- on the tour, right? There's like leather natos. Leather natos, yeah. yeah Do they taper or, or, or not at all, eh? They're all like very tooly. Yeah, it's military. It's <laughs> one oh. size. I'd get a custom nato done from Aaron if I were you. Yeah. He does natos, eh? He, yeah, he could do anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, we'll but need to talk to him. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Kevin, how are you doing this week? I'm good. Yeah. I had a revelation, though. Okay. So, you, I, Eureka, I need more watches. <laughs> no, I, I told Carl about this because you were off to either uh, Portland or Toronto, was it? Uh, one of those. Not the, not the nice Portland, though. The other you made one. me sound you like I travel a lot. You know the worst part? <laughs> I found out. I was texting him. I found out through that feed fill thing that the Portland main that he went to is the original Portland that the one in Oregon is named after the one that he went to in Portland? Okay, but Maine. still the one, in, the, the one in like this one was not the nice one. But actually, uh, apparently, it's really like, good. Seafood. Is it New York that's more interesting or uh, York? I can't remember where I saw <laughs> it. York is excellent. Portland, Maine, also won some sort of an award for like having like the best restaurants in North America. Did, did it? Sounds like I a know lie. That, I know that. <laughs> Sounds like that, a marketing scheme. I know that Portland, <laughs> Oregon. I know that Portland, Oregon, it's some of the best street food. Street food, maybe, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> like, like it's in the garbage. So anyway, I was out. I was out with Carl having a beer, and well, I was telling him, I was like, you know, I went to shop uh, at the AD during a call. I was at work, and I needed to go pick something up, and I stopped into the AD mm. just to have a quick look. And I would, and all the Rolexes were there on display because they now have them in their cases, right? Including the sub, perfect sub, no date, no two tone, just a perfect generic sub. And I was very, very underwhelmed. I can't say to what point I was underwhelmed. I was like, you know what? If they told me today to buy this, I'm actually doubting if I would. Other than, other than the resale factor. Yeah, money. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh my God, because I love that watch and I need that watch in my life. And which ones did you try? Like which ones? The Submariner. No date. Oh, the regular no one, date. Yeah. 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 That's why you should go for the GMT Master, my friend. Yeah. And it was there. The GMT Master there was there. It was the... The Pepsi was there? It wasn't the Pepsi. It was the... I think they had a, a root, root beer. beer. A root beer. Still, I mean, we, we tried it. We tried it on. Remember at yeah. Burks? Yeah, yeah. No, it was a two-tone black and gold. Black and, uh, Is it insane that now they have fuck demos? 
I don't know. Yeah, I think so. But right, I, I just feel that they had an explorer too, right? But I was not a, explorer too. I was, inc- but they I was incredibly underwhelmed, well. and it it shifted me to like want to go <coughs> to Grand Seiko. <coughs> I'm looking because you know in January when I'm when I'm really gonna. You it know, bothers me buying watches that don't uh, keep their value at least, right? Because I I bought the Laco. Grand Seiko starting to yeah. I bought the Laco Ulm, right? For you allow like, cost me like eighteen hundred dollars Canadian. Okay. Um, I put it up for sale. Right now it's for sale. It's not selling for a thousand. Okay. Not even selling for a thousand. Probably have to wait a little bit. It'll eventually I, sell. Y- yeah, yeah, it's been already three months. Yeah, I'd wait. I'd wait. I'd wait. No, I'm not. I'm not moving the price. Because Laco, they if you, know, if you go Ken, to their I'm site, selling it for sixty percent of its value, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Like, yeah. I, 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 I'd like to be able to wear a watch and get at least eighty percent back. Yeah. So that that bothers me a little bit. So anyway, I, I was actually questioning, like, do what, can I count on a Rolex uh, being part of my collection? And I've always had my eye on something else, so I ended up pulling the trigger. And I bought myself a CWC. Yes. Not the one you like. I bought yeah. myself a Royal Navy Diver. Oh, shit. Which is something I was like, I've always liked it. Maybe it's because I always liked the Rolex Mariner. But is it the automatic version? Or I course? bought an automatic version. Ooh. And I didn't go with the Royal Navy Diver, the 1980s re-edition. You motherfucker, you. God damn. And the reason I didn't get <laughs> that it. That watch is so nice. Yeah, such the a reason I didn't <sighs> fucking get it. Yeah, yeah, like give it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just the reason it I, didn't, I didn't get the, um, this is the, the Royal Navy Spec Auto Diver MK2. It is so much better than the Pelagos. <laughs> but the, whoa, 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 whoa. But it's the, okay. <laughs> so for the listeners out there, this God is damn. a. This watch has the same case oh. as the Royal Navy issue quartz. Deeper profile to take the Salida top grade mechanical movement. Oh my God. 300 meters water resistance. You got to hide your erection card. Click. Fully erect. 41 millimeter uh, diver, 20 millimeter lug width, fixed, um, fixed, uh, what's it called? Uh, lug, uh, lugs. Fixed, uh, exactly. No, not lugs. The, all the lugs are fixed, guys. <laughs> it's the fixed spring bars. Ah, got you. Yeah. <laughs> fixed test. bars. Test failed, test failed. And... The only reason I didn't go with the Royal Navy, the reissue, is that, one, I wanted something modern. This is actually the mil-spec diver that has yeah. the, the uh, Luminova. And the other one actually had a T on it that had Luminova. It was like, it's not actually tritium. So this is actually a proper mil-spec uh, diver uh, from a small brand, a geek brand. Absolutely oh, love that watch. How many watches do you have still en, en route with, but beside the CWC that you didn't tell us? Uh, oh, that I didn't tell you? Let me tell you because oh, I'll give you a number. God damn it. I'll give you a number. Because there's a few. The click is insane on that CWC. Yeah, the, the rotating bezel on this watch. Oh, none click. that you don't know. Oh I have the goodness. Montreal watch, the Arcus that we'll, we'll talk about because Calgary. I think it's worth it. Al- yeah, Alberta. I, I yeah. bought that today because the price was right and I was like, you know what? It's only limited but, to... Yeah, but it's in this de- December. We're going to talk it about... Yeah, but it's only year. 75 pieces, right? Per color. Per color, there's two. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, Ming, the Janos, and the Zen. So that's so you guys know what's coming, yeah. So, yeah, I really... Really uh, love that watch. So I went to see Aaron to get a, I'm going to get a, a NATO for that specifically. Mm. Specifically, when you were asking me, you go, hey, uh, what were you talking about Aaron about? I was trying to get something for us. Way too expensive. I was trying to get this. For us? Like a uh, like big black clock, something. No, oh, something big black okay. clock. And I was like, way too expensive. <laughs> was yeah. like, it was not. Uh, Fuck, this is nice. It's great. Huh? It's really, oh, really nice. Oh, and I was man. like, you know what? It found a place it's, in my collection. It's probably the second I biggest surprise. I C- too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On this podcast? I didn't want a surprise, but I, was, I really wanted to get well, to the point. Third position. First no, but I didn't expect. I didn't expect yeah. this at all. But I want to tell you, I was like, when I was telling you, I was like, I had that revelation that I really just got turned off by Rolex. I'm like, you know, it doesn't have its place in my collection. Yeah. I find I'm more attracted to, to Seiko and what it has to offer. So that I'm wearing a Royal, a CWC Royal Navy auto MK two. Um, so nice. and I put it on a, a, a Barton, uh, NATO. So it's, it, it, it is affordable for the specs as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it's a 300 meter, eh? Yeah. 300 meters. Yeah. So this God one, it, just to, you can price, buy Dextro as well. You can buy Dextro. Yeah, as a mechanical. Uh, no, no. Well, okay. Well, does well. Okay, quick question then. See, the only one that that is nicer. The, the is Royal Navy issued spec is quartz. Yes, because okay. they don't want to give everyone an automatic. But I'm like, no, it's okay. I'll take an automatic. It's fine. Yeah, but it's but okay. This is it's still same, a same watch, same everything. Is same just, everything. Just they put a better movement a for you to enjoy know. as a watch enthusiast. But yes. the Royal Navy, they. Use quartz. Yes, they use quartz. Yeah, yeah. And they actually have the Royal Navy 300 AS120, the 8081 uh, diver, this one, which is actually beautiful. I liked it. I was considering it. One has mm. a vintage flair that was kind of like, eh. But the one thing I cannot get over is that this watch has a T because it's supposed to be tritium, but it doesn't have tritium. 
it's actually Luminova because they don't put tritium anymore. And I was like, I can't live with that. <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, you know yeah. what? No, I'm not. I can't. And I was like, so, I'll go with something more modern. And this yeah. is the one I want. So, so the way I see that watch being automatic versus the quartz is same thing like the G10 versus the GS. G- the G10 is the exactly. military issue. It's quartz. It's, it is what it is. It's the, like, as it should be. Yeah. But the GS is, you're a watch enthusiast. Here's all the perks. Here's all the nice stuff. There's right. a mil-spec watch. watch with that movement that you different can colors, service. Different colors, different cases, it. right? The yeah. GS and G10 is pretty much the same thing. It just it's sapphire. This is the same as that. There's a movement the in one, it, yeah. right? Uh, and so wearing this watch, I could suggest to anyone who wants a, a geek brand, go get that CWC Royal Navy. Get the quartz one even, and you're done. Yeah. You're like oh, you're set. Gorgeous. Uh, this yeah. is not the Navy strap that came on, right? No, no, no. It comes on a black. Well, like I have all of them like, already. Like the Navy, but it like comes the, with a, the an admiral right? gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're gray. It really fits with it perfectly. Fuck. That's but I got this one because it's a soft um, one. I was I'm looking go at get. a watch for a while, actually. Never pulled the trigger on any, actually, on any CWC, but this one is uh, awesome. It's a geek brand. I love it. Yes. I'm very happy awesome. with it. It's an excellent summer watch. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely perfect. So yeah. that is what I, I got myself after my revelation. I was like, you know what? I don't think Rolex will make it to my collection anymore from that. God damn. Only from the point out. of resale, I guess. Buying it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for that. You get a call, you buy it. But resale. I'm talking about the, maybe the love is not as quiet as what I thought. Not so as it kind of went away. And I saw it in person. I was like, oh, it didn't go, oh my God, I need this. It didn't reinforce it. It actually turned yeah. me off a little bit. Yeah. Right. But, you know, like you could have bought the Valjou one. Have you... <laughs> Have you tried the uh, the Explorer on when you were in the store? I did. And did you have the same feeling about the Explorer? I was never... A fan? No, no. I was always a fan. But it was never like the love that... Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I think the Rolex Explorer is great. But you know, when I look at what... And I think... A fucking ball watch can offer instead for uh, like a fraction of a price. Yeah. And it's also a geekier, a geekier brand. Yeah. I'm starting to yeah. get into that. I'm like, why can't I, I want to yeah. watch Geek Brand? I don't want yeah. people to know what I'm wearing all the time. I think it's cool. I want something to store with it. Yeah. And and you know, I have a Rolex in my collection, and maybe it's worth you getting a Rolex in your collection. But you know what? I think it might just be like, okay, I got my Rolex. I'm happy. Yeah. And then everything else is fun, you know. But I think you know, you just mentioned it's a great summer watch. We're getting into summer. Um, summer's here. We start traveling again. Where is she? We need GMTs in our lives, right? We do. Yeah. We're gonna and, fly, man. We're gonna fly. And uh, so we had a pick. We had a pick for a GMT at, at uh, five hundred or under. Yep. Twenty five hundred dollars around, and then a five thousand dollar price point, right? Well, I w- or under for all of them. But under, yes. but around mm-hmm. there. We're trying to give brackets, right? Yeah. What are different GMT watches you can get? GMTs come in different variations. We're talking right now of this Milspec watch. There's a Canadian brand called Marathon. You can put a GMT bezel on a watch and call it a GMT, right? Because it's GMT function by moving the bezel to the to the appropriate time and then just reading the same hands. My Vostok is a GMT watch. Yes, it's technically, it's a yeah. GMT-ish. And then you'll hear the term true GMT. And I'm going to share a watch where people go, hmm, that's not an actual true GMT. And I'll share my $5,000 watch. Cool. Speaking of which, I can get started for sure. my first pick mm-hmm. at 500 But oddly enough, I'm going to talk about a brand here that I think, Dimitri, when you were talking right now about the Rolex Explorer, this brand offers a competitive um, alternative. For 500 bucks. For $500. Uh, I'm listening. You Rolex, have attention. A Rolex Explorer. It's, it's a brand called Smith's, which is owned by Time Factors. And it's called the Smith's Everest. And they come oh, in yeah. a multiple dial colors. They have one that looks just like the Rolex Explorer, but they also have the Smith's Everest Everest Expedition, which is sword hands, this blue-white, or this cream dial with a blue-white kind of motif. Very nice watch, 36 millimeters, comes in incredibly well built. That could be your alternative saying, you know what, maybe I get that. Because that watch, the Smith's Everest, made it to the top of the, of Everest as well for with the Rolex a, Explorer. A tenth of the price. But it's not a GMT though, right? No, no, no. Oh, just a, but the one I'm going about to present a, from Time Factors is a GMT. So from South Yorkshire, Eddie Platts, the Time Factors owners, he's been shooting across the bows of the branded Swiss industry since 1996. Rolex are credited with introducing the first watch which could display two time zones in 1954. The Rolex GMT Master was developed following a request from Pan Am who wanted their pilots to track the time in the time zone they left and also the destination on a single timepiece. He also had the Airman Glyce, the Glycine Airman, which I shared with you, Carl, as one of my picks for your GMT. So if you're familiar with IWC's early pilot watches, um, the watch I've selected is the PRS-22. You can find that... Um, or it's the PRS 22 GMT Q. It's a quartz watch. So if you're familiar with IWC's early pilots watches, the PRS 22 GMT uh, quartz a Q um, has a big sem- semblance 
to the Mark 13, the Mark 12, sorry, the IWC Mark 12. Yeah. Um, the 38 millimeter Mark 15 as well. So to be fair, proper fliegers like the Mark 15, the PRS 22 that I mentioned, the GMT uh, MTQ, is very similar. It is a soft inner case, negative pressure secured crystal, and an unornamented clean dial. Uh, but there are similarities. Um, this watch is a tool watch for anyone. It has a Ronda 515.24 quartz movement and is an independent adjustable 20-hour yep. hand, hour hand. So that is an actual GMT, they yep. say, a proper, a true GMT. Soft iron dial, anti-magnetic movement, retaining ring, anti-magnetic movement cover. So it gives it an anti-magnetic rating of 20,000 amperes per meter. And you only need 200 no Gauss, but I don't know. That's 20,000. The other one was 4,000 amperes per meter, the, the Seiko SBGX yeah, yeah. 241. So this one is five times more anti-magnetic. Goddamn. So the legibility of the dial gives you both time zones very clearly. You can see you're ready to travel, comes on a bracelet. The watch comes in at 36 millimeters of diameter, so it's f proper for that size, 39 millimeters um, at 0.4 with the crown. Lug to lug, 42.5. Thickness of only 11.6 at the top of the crystal even, lug spacing at 18, water resistance, 100 meters. Um, the bracelet, super um, comfortable. I've had the chance to, 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 to try it on. Push oh, yeah? button, butterfly clasp. Well, on another watch, but from time factors, not okay. this specific piece, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Okay. but the bracelets. Feel quality. Yeah. Right. So this watch comes in at a total of 376 Canadian dollars. Yeah, it's, they're cheap. It's amazing. You know, for a GMT watch, absolutely perfect. Um, beautiful. And uh, it falls under time factors. If you look at it, it's under Speedbirds. Yeah. Yeah. So that is is one of them. Nice I, I'm a big fan of time factors. And looking at them, I'm like, I need one of these watches in my life. I'm looking at the Smiths, the Navigator, the PRS Navigator and the Smiths. Yeah. Absolutely loving it. I like that on their website, on the watch description, no shame. They literally go like Rolex has credited the introducing of the first wristwatch that's hit two, yeah. two time zone. This is literally like, well, like, here's a story of that complication. Let's name all the brands. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly, cool. It's yeah. cool. No shame. No shame. Yeah, no shame. So, yeah. what do you have for us there, Carl? Like uh, so, under 500, 500 or under, I think was the hardest one to find. Yeah. Uh, so, I found one that's like, I think is pretty good quality, but I also have a quick option B. So let's say we go option A, right? Uh, so option A, you can get uh, a field force from Victorinox at a, a hundred, around four hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, so it's just under five hundred bucks, right? Um, so what's what really some doubt for me on that watch is that the hands are inspired by the knives from the Swiss Army knife. <laughs> so like, if you take a Swiss Army knife and you flip them and like do mirror, you have like the hands on that watch. Um, they also put red accent on the second end to match the one of the shield, the Swiss shield right. from Swiss Army. Um, in their respect, it's like 100 meter water resistance. It's stainless steel, it's 42 millimeters. It looks pretty normal as you might expect at GMT, but that's pretty much it. Like I don't, didn't have anything. It's, just, it's a, an all around good GMT watch. Uh, but I was like, what, could, what else could we do for this, right? So I was like, ah, you know what? Seiko 5 Sport, for 500 bucks, you can get two of them. It's not a GMT, but if you have two watches, you can have two time zones. So, <laughs> Seiko Sport Diver, 250 bucks. Uh, I've took with, with the one with the green dial, green bezel. Um, it's the 4R36 automatic movement, and it's even open case back. So, it's like a lot of watch for. 250 bucks. Yeah. You go on, like on Chrome 24 and they literally have dozens and dozens and dozens of them between 200 and 300 bucks. So just find one that's in your country <laughs> so you can save on, on shipping and get that. The Vitorinox is really cool. It's a GMT. Uh, but you know what? At under 500 bucks, just have fun. Buy yourself two watches. <laughs> right? I don't think the difference uh, in pricing for that range will really create a huge difference in quality. Yeah, like a two hundred and fifty bucks, two hundred and fifty dollars watch versus like a four hundred one, probably won't be double the value in quality. The range is really like 
tight right there. Can I, okay, and can I offer, because I know you said the Seiko 5, this watch hasn't been released yet, but it will be. It was announced. It was leaked. So if you follow the news in about the end of April, Seiko announced that they're going to be releasing Seiko 5 GMTs. Ooh. And they're going to be coming in, and here's the kicker. Oh, they shit. are true GMTs. So the, the GMT, uh, our, uh, sorry, the hour hand. hand, the hour hand moves independently. The watches are referenced SSK001. Dimitri's like, I'm listening. SSK003 and the SSK005. Or black, you blue, and with, You with had the, me at SS. Yeah, that's what I said. And the <laughs> movement is the 4R34. Okay. This watch has like this Jubilee style. This is a f- uh, 100 meter water resistance. This watch comes in at 500 US dollars. Holy shit. <laughs> that's, a, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Automatic also? Automatic. Yeah, it's a 436. Wow. Holy shit. The 436? The 434. The 436 is the diver one. But this is going to be incredible. That's going to be incredible. That's going to be incredible. So you couldn't mention that, I know, because it hasn't been released yet, but I thought we should tell the listeners, check this watch out when it comes out. So if you're, you know, you're like... You know how to buy watches like Kevin. You buy this one. If you're stupid like me, you, you buy, buy two. two. <laughs> you buy two. Actually, you could probably make a better point that you're 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 uh, you're buying two watches. Probably it's like two for one pizza, right? Like pretty much better pretty than getting one stupid right. pizza. <laughs> exactly right. And you get that like two different colors. Exactly. Like you, you have two watches. Who's that guy? That the army guy was wearing two watches. Schwarzkopf. Yeah. yeah. You so don't. You you were born when that was happening. I'm born '93, so yeah, that was when there, that that's when Jurassic Park came out. That's when Schwarzkopf was in uh, Kuwait wearing a the nice. Schwarzkopf. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, those the Seiko Five, uh, 22s, uh, 22 mil- millimeter lug width, uh, Lumbrite on the ends and the indices, a stainless steel, stainless steel case, bracelet. I don't think you can ever go wrong with like a affordable Seiko. Like at that type of money, it's like for some people, it's a lot of money. But in the in the grand scheme of thing, watch collecting, it's pocket change. No, you're absolutely right. 200 bucks. Like, even if you damage it and you, like, it could be, like, doing dishes and, like, outdoorsy stuff. The idea is that if if you have a a $200 watch and it lasts you five years, it paid paid itself. No, and you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that worth that investment? Sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was my $500 option was the Vittori Nox, who was pretty cool, or that Seiko 5 uh, in green. Dude, I'm going to get myself that Seiko uh, GMT. <laughs> which one <laughs> would you get? Out. The Batman? Uh, which colors are there? There's the Batman, the black, and then the orange. I think I'm going to get Batman the black. About it. The black is nice, too. I love the, with the I red like, accent. Because I like the gray and black. I like yeah, the, and the red accent. I like the, the, the GMT Master because it's full black. Bezel, yeah. This one is gray and black. That's yeah, awesome. Beautiful. My favorite colors, gray and black. <laughs> love it. All Tones of black. <laughs> I don't like the orange too much. It makes me think too much of Doxa. Uh, you don't, like, yeah, I, but it's nice. I feel, yeah, it is nice. But I want to have I've, a dog set that I have color, the XK, you know I mean? Yeah, I have the XKX. Because the original SKX is... And I love the Jubilee also. Different yeah. kind of polish also. It looks on the, on the screenshots, right? High polish. On the US. You said it fast. Sounds, sounds like, like Polish. <laughs> like, what's wrong with Polish? <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> it's ours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God, yeah. Diva's uh, like, I'm good. I want everything like my... Uh, he, goes, he goes, how do you want your... T-? He goes, I want my kids like my teeth. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But your teeth are... I'm not English. <laughs> okay, all that is gone. Okay. All right, cutting that out. And Dimitri, yeah. what is your first GMT? My first GMT. So we, we go for the, the cheaper one. Um, 500 bucks. Another brand that we, we spoke in uh, one of the previous episodes that we should have a, a separate episode about, it's a Citizen Watch. It's a Quartz Watch. It's a Citizen Promaster 200 meter GMT Diver. Yeah. Uh, very cool watch. Uh, it's the 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 model. The reference number is BJ seven one 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 eighty six L. This watch sells for five hundred and thirty two Canadian dollars. Uh, and listen to that. It features uh, a titanium case and bracelet, sapphire crystal, GMT function. It's an Echo Drive solar powered Citizen watch. Uh, a two hundred meter water resistance screw down crown. Accuracy plus minus fifteen seconds per month. A GMT with an independently adjustable hour hand. Diameter size is forty-three millimeters and thirteen point eight for five hundred and thirty-two dollars. It's almost the same level as like, actually, probably even a better value than the the Seiko we just talked about. hundred <laughs> percent. This is crazy for five hundred bucks. I, I I accidentally stumbled upon it when I was looking. I'll send you guys a link. Um, I accidentally stumbled upon it when I was actually going through. Um, 
She's like, that's not porn. While I was reading my cup. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. What is it with you? Like, compare me to Nazis all the time. <laughs> uh, okay, all that's beeped out. Jesus. No, no, that's will limited. It? That out. Will it? <laughs> will it? I don't know. Will it beep? <laughs> and hate <Yeah>. crime. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to send you guys in the like, office that the Michaels goes, I was victim of a hate crime. Like, no. No, but I hated it. <laughs> you exactly. know, just like I any brand it. that we ever like explore, the more I start to read into Citizen, I'm like, fuck, That's I crazy. have to have a Citizen. Yeah, they're like, great. They're excellent. Uh, I, I might not be the, it might be not the biggest seller. I sent you guys uh, the, the picture, by the That's way. That's great. Yeah. I might awesome. not be the biggest, let's say, proponent of their designs, but like, man, they put so much, they pack so much inside. That watch looks great. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, this is a cool one. Yeah. Like I, I spent, yeah. it, it was not very easy, I think, to find uh, like a GMT, a GMT watch for that price. Uh, Obviously, specifically, like, forget about finding an automatic GMT for this price. Right. But, but this one is a, it's a cool Echo Drive with, a, you know, very high accuracy. Very, very solid watch. Also a diver. It's like an all-around watch for everything. Like, literally, it's just like a G-Shock in that sense. You know, and G-Shock, you know, maybe we want to get into something mechanical or something that was maybe not a G-Shock. You know, G-Shocks are a great option. You have world time on it. You can do whatever you want. But I think the lesson that I thought in this whole thing is that everything at a 1,000 another ball game then yeah. you can get into the baltic aquascaf gmts you can get into the laurier gmts you can get into fairer gmts i'm talking a lot of micro brands right now but there's a lot of gmt watches you can get into at a thousand dollars so 500 is really low but there are some options out there to get that dual time that was my first pick so what was the reference to that so we can remember uh the reference number is it's the Citizen Pro Master 200 meter GMT diver, reference number BJ7111-86L. Bingo. Nice. Beautiful watch. Beautiful Actually, watch this one is a really nice looking watch. Yeah. Uh, man, I really like the... Um, and it has a Cyclops on the on the date. This one that has like the compass is really... This good. one is a bit of a different watch though. Yeah, different watch. Because it has a, like a helium escape. Well, like a, there's another a crown, G, right? A GMT. Well, for the compass. Oh, yeah. the compass. Helium okay. escape valve. No, it's for the it's compass. The Omega. <laughs> it's the helium escape valve for the compass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See when nice you watches. go really north. No, we should, so we should really do an episode on Citizen. I think yeah, we really we have to. we definitely yeah. have to. There's a few other brands that we haven't done yet and it's going to be also on my can list today. Can I pass this one? Oh, you don't really don't like it. Huh? You don't like, you don't like it, it just don't inspire me, I guess. But it, it's me. I think we need to get more into. Uh, you know what? You can do the citizen, which is all those chronomasters, and get read start reading about their grand courts, and you'll be like, oh shit, oh no, <laughs> oh no, oh no. Yeah, the one that they made with the plus minus one second per year. Yeah, that's like insane. That's yeah. insane. And even their chronomasters now is like this beautiful. I feel, I feel like a watch like that is like when they kill ninety nine point nine nine percent of the germs. Like, so you know, they cannot say a hundred percent, but. <laughs> Like plus one second a year, but it's just—it's an achievement to me. Like it's—it's it's yeah. Like plus one second a year is you like know how many not, how many seconds are there perfect. in a year? More than two. It's at least at least fifty. God damn! My gosh, that's amazing. So much. So much <laughs> I love he's like this. Like he's like, oh my god, what a great story, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like so it's like oh my god, I can't. It's like it's I like how to even. say I don't give a shit about anything you just said, but I'm gonna say something nice. It's like oh, that's nice. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> I can't even. So anyway, I you know okay. was released from the hospital later. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> what a story. Outstanding, Mark. my man. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So that was your pick. Yeah. Now we're jumping into another bracket. It was twenty five hundred dollars. So I went with a a micro another micro brand. If you guys hear, I'm going really. Shouldn't they uh, be called the independent brand? Independent. Would, you, would they find it offensive if you call them micro brands? I've heard some of them, yeah. Depends on what you're talking about. So I went with a a brand, um, independent brand based out of the United States, based out of Chicago, quite beloved by Chicago. by by Chicagoans or Chicagoites, whatever you call them. Seven years it's like now. Lexus, Lexi, Chicago. I don't know. <laughs> seven, seven years now, um, they have two watches in their collection, it's Oak and Oscar. So the founder is Chase uh, Fancher, and uh, they have this beautiful design ethos, where they have these sandwich dials, very explorer type tool watches that can really just be worn for absolutely anything. In 2016, uh, they released their first watch, and that was a Sanford uh, GMT. It was sold quickly and had the brand wanting another GMT ever since. Really cool note about 
Oak and Oscar. None of us, I don't know of any of you, maybe listeners out there, but none of you watch curling. But they are the... Accidentally stumbled upon it uh, but during the Olympics. During the Olympics. Switched immediately. Yeah. And they did a collaboration with the U.S. Olympic curling team, especially that guy with the <sighs> big... Yeah, the mullet and the everything. The mullet and yeah. everything, right? Peak performance. Peak male performance. That so was that meme. That's, that's what uh, peak male condition looks that's like, not. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there was an actual piece of the curling stone in the case back of their watches. So Oak and Oscar had this, has now released a new Humboldt, which is the line of that watch, a Humboldt GMT, um, replacing the 12-hour bezel with a more complication 24-hour bezel. Besides that, adding that functionality um, and the new movement, the GMT introduces a new clasp, um, which is a glide clasp. So you okay. can just adjust it like kind of like Rolex. Glide lock. Glide lock, exactly. Um, what makes this watch just absolutely fantastic is that uh, is the dial. It really is the star of the show. It is a sandwich dial. So it's not applied indices. It is not uh, painted on. It is a cutout of the actual dial. And that is something that you just don't see in all the different uh, price points. The contrast of the orange with the dial itself, whether it's blue or white, is absolutely perfect, I find. Um, and the GMT uh, hand itself, it kind of disappears with the dial and only the tip of it is uh, outlined yeah, with, nice. with, the, with the contrast, yep. uh, which makes a very nice composition. The watch is made to be, and what I love about this watch as well, again, I'm going to focus on this. This is not a vintage reissue. This is a watch that will age really well it has a modern feel and is also just a beautiful watch. A lot of people, you cannot get away from the fact that when you look at the white one, you're thinking Rolex. Obviously, yeah. that looks like a Rolex Explorer too. Oh, with the navy though. With because the navy the though. Hands. Exactly. But the navy is absolutely stunning with the contrast that it has with the blue, white, and orange. Um, the, brand, the watch comes in at a very reasonable, I think, nine, uh, $1,985 is a uh, Salida SW330, a reliable workhorse, anti-magnetic shock protections from o Oak and Oscar, an independent watch with an independent 24-hour hand. So it's a collar GMT, not a true GMT at this because that's what it comes in at that movement. Uh-oh. Yeah. So this watch, I think, with the adjustable bracelet, 100 meters of water resistance, this watch... Um, Pretty tough beat for me. I love the way that the, 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 the cutouts are done on the dial. I think it's absolutely amazing. And I think it's actually going to fit a lot with what you, Carl, have picked for your same, GMT same movement. at the same price. Not on the same movement, the, the, the style, right? <laughs> same, what? It's really, really, really similar. <laughs> I, I think I know what it is, but uh, I'll let you So it's first. The, my, my pick for the... Uh, 2500 is the Christopher Ward C65 Aquitaine GMT. Oh, which one? The Christopher Ward C65. Oh, C65 Ac Aquitaine. Is a, oh, it's the brand Aquit new. Oh, yeah, the this one. Yeah, this is beautiful Aqu with that sapphire. Aquitaine, yeah. yeah, the sapphire. Um, it's like the sapphire Be bezel, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. So the new C65. Uh, I trouble with it for one reason. Why? The guilt. Yeah, but. Vintage, the, the yeah. vintage <laughs> inspiration. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm well, not a fan of guilt. Yes, that's the only thing I'm just like, yeah. but it's really what wonderful. Especially on the bezel itself. Yeah. but I like, uh, the, I like the blue version, blue and white. Nice. Anyway, so the C65 Aquitaine, Aquitaine is a new retro watch. I think well done, given has a hard time with retro styled watch well i'm just i'm just over it i think it yeah, had their moment but yeah when it's well done it's well done it's great um so it's a it's a it's a small update of the current 60 c65 so they have like a non-gmt version uh the new aspect is being gmt but also the bezel so um rather than having uh, the usual aluminum insert or the uh, ceramic insert that on some watches might have they went on a sapphire insert for the that's bezel amazing so that's really a 50 fathomist 50 Fathomy. <laughs> That's a word. Yeah. 50 Fathomy. 50 Fathom esque or 50 Fathomy. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so uh, I read online. I didn't have the chance to um, see the watch uh, up close, but people are saying that it's not as clear as the Blancpain version, but it's not as near the same price as well for, for that. So it's like a, a small step down, but it's still 
a huge step up versus uh, ceramic or um, aluminum inserts. I mean, I just looked at their GMT if if and they chose the Orca Black. Yes. They made this with white instead of that uh, creamy loom. Kill of it. Yeah. Oh my God. It would be so good. So despite uh, the addition of the Sapphire case back, the water resistant went from 150 meters on the st- standard version to 200 meters. <laughs> so they had o- open case back and they up their <laughs> water resistance. I-, I feel really like Christopher Ward's are like so much spec for the money. All the it's, watches. It's that- crazy. All the time, right? The Colchester that I shared is oh. like a carbon fiber case, cost certified, fifteen hundred dollars Canadian. Like, you can see what? through the watch. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's like the, <laughs> yeah. the movements in this like piece. Yeah, in yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think just Christopher Ward is doing Christopher Ward as like here's all the spec, like home run. It's like <laughs> everything they do is just better. Um, so it's forty one uh, millimeters. It's a stainless steel. The case, if you take the Orca black, it's like a dark. Stainless steel, little blackish. I like gunmetal. Gunmetal. Yeah, yeah. If you take the the white dial with the blue bezel insert, it's a standard uh, stainless steel finish. Um, if you compare the new 65 versus the well, the GMT version versus the standard one, uh, they shorted the lug a little bit, so it, it it does look a little bit smaller, but it's still the same size. Like your uh, your pick, it's the Celida uh, 330 yeah. two. For the movement um so it's workhorse um and it's easy to take care of right service and everything so it's 12 millimeters thick it's pretty thin as well 200 meters like i was saying at 50 hour power reserve and it's 2025 dollars canadian with the bracelet it's like nineteen hundred if you want with the letter. That's a great, great watch. So you sell like five hundred bucks of like sp- spare change in that. Um, you could go buy two Seikos. <laughs> no, it's just a really great watch. <laughs> but for for that money, uh, those two things is really nice. And on these um, second hands, there's like a the, uh, like a trident, a fork, trident. Yeah, a trident. Uh, uh, a trident. On the uh, yeah. uh, trident on the other hand, it's neat. I don't know if it f- fits well with that watch though. Because the trident for me feels a little bit divey, <laughs> it's like but diver. it is yeah, yeah. But it's it's based on their diver collection, right? Yeah, the C series there. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah. So I think it's just a really good all around watch. Like Christopher Ward's, the more I look into their watches, the more it makes sense. I think I'm gonna have one in my collection. I think so too. I know Dimitri had a lot of trouble with the not only him but a lot of people with the 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 logo in itself. Do you like the squares? <coughs> no, that's the next thing. I like their. Uh, the I like squares like, more, but I, I yeah. It's, when it's it said like, Christopher Ward before, if you remember, they they kept moving them in different places on the dial. Yeah. It's like they couldn't they find it. the right spot. Write Christopher Ward, then they put CW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called trial and error. Yeah. No, but <laughs> you know what? Error. <laughs> there were like there were like three mo- three guys who really wanted to who were watch enthusiasts, but now the thing is also. People are like I don't like the logo and the guy Christopher Ward left the, the you know it's the, the such a, yeah. yeah it's such a subjective thing like yeah. I I don't necessarily don't like it doesn't appeal to me but it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything my yeah, opinion right. is worthless so but I will say yeah but and there's a conse- but there's a consensus where people had issue with the logo but I will say this the Christopher Ward is doing some crazy shit like. Drugs? <laughs> wow, that's, that's where you uh, <laughs> you jump to. Like he's they're like, friends with OJ. He's doing fentanyl. They're in the streets of Philadelphia. So from from in watchmaking, they're like they partnered up with Armin Strom. They created this like C60 concept where they had limited edition, but the movement's like incredibly. It's close to high horology, and the the watch is like six thousand bucks. But it's like right up there. It's like at the top. It's like it's crazy. Anyway, so I think it's a um, great pick. What about you, Dimitri? What do you got next for us? I think I'm going to blow your watches out of the water with this one Okay, for that price. I don't think so, but I okay. know it's, it's a lot of it's high expectations. Exactly. I'm gonna I, let I you know down. you're wrong, but it's okay. So the watch that I'm going with is a brand that I'm crashing on that I think I'm going to actually, like you were saying, I'm, I think I'm going to own uh, their watch very soon. Uh, it's Ball Watch Company. Again, yeah, okay. It's yeah. the watch that's about to be released, actually. It hasn't, it's not out yet. Uh, it's supposed to be released, I think, in June of 2022. Yeah, uh, between May and June 2022. You mm-hmm. can pre-order it now for 2,700 USD. A bit more expensive than the 25. But that's like a that's like in the 3,000 Canadian. Like yeah, you know, you know, just. I hope your next pick is like cheaper. Yeah, it is. Okay. It actually is. It actually is. <laughs> so the watch in question is the, it's a ball uh, watch company. It's called Engineer Three. 
Jet Set GMT. I'm going to send you a picture. And it can survive it's a billion Gs. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it will survive everything. You, you could use it as an ammunition for a railgun. So <laughs> let's say $3,000 Canadian. Yeah. Well, a bit more than that, but sure, who's counting? Uh, it's going to be a limited edition. Um, it's an automatic caliber ball RR1205-C. I looked it up. It's based on ETA2895. Uh, this one, though, is chronometer certified, which none of your options have. Well, so we do add the same movement, though. <laughs> Yours isn't cost certified? It, it doesn't sound a website. Okay. 40 millimeter case, 13.8 thick, water resistant to 100 meters, uh, 1,000 gauss anti-magnetism, micro gas tubes, of course, right? The tritium gas tubes that Ball is famous for because they put in them all of the... And all of the, the shelf life like 20 plus yeah. years on that. <laughs> it has um, uh, also 5,000 Gs shock resistance. Stainless steel with a bi-directional bezel. Uh, it has a screw-down crown, anti-reflective uh, sapphire crystal, 22 millimeter lug width. That watch comes on a bracelet. Uh, it kind of it has, uh, I'm going to send you guys a link. It kind of has that, the, the, the GMT Master Pepsi Batman look because it's, it's blue and black. For $3,000, you get a shit ton of value, I think. In general, I'm a huge fan of Ball. Uh, I like the design. I, I really love what they did with the seconds hand by putting RR on the back of the seconds hand. So it has that like a very like mid-20th century, even like the 19th century look. Uh, very, very vintage, even though they don't really do anything today with the railroads. They only started as a railroad company. Uh, have you guys found the link? What I'm trying to find, what is the ball what? I'm going to, yeah. Uh, so the model reference number, it's Ball Engineer 3 Jet Set JMT. Yeah, I found it. I'm a huge fan of this brand. We did an episode recently where oh, I talked great. about Ball specifically. They were initially uh, created as a, a railroad-centric company. The guy who started the business was contracted by the North American railroads to, to basically supply all of the timekeeping for uh, the railroads yeah, honestly, that existed at the time. I'd say, fuck Rolex, get this. Yeah. so much better. Uh, I, I think. I think while I wait and uh, while I wait for my Explorer, I'm probably going to get myself the Engineer Marvelite. The tr- the tr- the, tr- the tritium is just amazing. Yeah. The color, the different colors. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, pretty much, you know, there's, they make a lot of watches. Uh, you can find for sure something that appeals to you. What I really like about them is that they do uh, the ultimate utilitarian watches, but at the same time, they do have those designs that make them very elegant. So it's not like Zinn yeah. in that sense, right? It, it's more elegant. No, they're, d- they're dressy. Yeah, they're, they're more dressed. Yeah. Than I'm just saying that, you know, they let you choose your uh, number for your limited edition, 1 yeah. to 1,000. And 69 is still available. <laughs> and there's free name engraving. So you could add a 69 giggity on your watch. I don't know if that's <laughs> going to sell it once I decide to sell it. It's going to sell more. It's, it's going to be like. <laughs> it's funny. I agree. <laughs> well, the numbers that would sell, I'd be like number one, number 101, or like number 100, right? Like all those numbers, round numbers. Yeah. But, you know, 69 and adding the giggity on your watch, it's like, that's plus value. No. Oh yeah, these watches. Negative are value. These watches. Plus negative value. <laughs> these watches are really amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I, I gotta see one in person. Do we have one in Montreal? Don't think so. No way. I gotta, sure. I gotta, I wanna wear one because I, I, I've been watching, I've been reading reviews about the Engineer Three Marvel Light specifically. Very, very affordable. Like affordable in sense comparing to like high end watches, right? It's a two thousand mm-hmm. dollar watch. No, of course, of course. Uh, yeah. You know, what it, you, it, get. It, it, you get everything. You get the ultimate watch. You can wear everywhere. Yeah, Geek watch, love it. And I think there's a in the engineering the the Marvel Light. There is an in house movement to one of them. It's a little bit more expensive. I like the in-house movement uh, version. I, I, if it's true, yeah, I agree. Because uh, most of them, they're just like reworked, let's say, ETA movements. Yeah. You get into the, the, yeah, the Marvelite, you get to the in-house movement, it'll be a little bit more expensive, like 20%, 30% more, but it's worth, I think. That oh, I agree. Well. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And uh, uh, Normon, the, the Singaporean uh, shop, yeah, sells great. ball Shout out watches, and you can, you can probably order them there at a, for a nice price, and they also do a nice trick where you don't really pay uh, duty when you receive the watch. For some reason, yeah, it goes really well. Well, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. So that's my second pick. Excellent, fantastic pick. I don't think they even have stored in Canada, Ball. 
Yeah, like seriously, you buy that watch, but this is like an it's like it's like an ultimate enthusiast watch, right? You buy that watch, nobody's gonna have that. No, no, it's not. So um, you 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 get a partnership and you're able to work with a brand that's going to be able to, you know, sell less than twenty, thirty, forty thousand units a year. That's a nice relationship to have with that brand. I think so. Anyway. Yeah, there's eight hundred ball watches to on Coral Twenty Four. It's not that much, eh? <laughs> you but Just, Seiko, it's more than twenty thousand. Exactly. Yeah. But I wonder if it's because they're not popular, or I don't think because they sell out very quickly. Yeah, but I also don't think Dimitri they make that much. You know, that's oh, what yeah, I'm saying. This brand probably produces. Like, if you look at their, if you could look it up, Carl. I'll look at it. Look it up, Jamie. If the show me, should put it up on the screen here, Jamie. So look, the, the, the fake the news. I don't know. Maybe engineer Marvel Light Three. Yeah. Go, comes with an Eta Twenty Eight Twenty Four. Yeah, but the Engineer Marvel Light M, Marvel Light Black, the NM Twenty Thirty Two C. I think that one is like a thousand dollars more. It's like twenty nine hundred bucks, but that one's an in house ball. Um, that might be a nice step to take, right? Just to go yeah. for the in house. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna enjoy it, I mean, go for it. Um, I don't know how many watches Ball produces, but it's not much. I'm gonna look it up. Um, those what ball watch production date by serial numbers they used to make a lot <laughs> they used to yeah like in the 40s like in the 600,000s wow yeah um but yeah the last year i have here it's 1942 <laughs> well they, they made yeah no 600,000 for like a long time good lord um yeah i don't have recent numbers those are historical numbers all right uh, keep looking I'll I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, jump into my next pick my last pick which is we're at the $5,000 mark I went with a boutique independent so I went I need to go what are those high end brands and there's a brand <laughs> more deeper <laughs> yeah brand that I really like uh, I went with Bremont and I picked a Bremont S302 uh, so this watch um, so Bremont is a brand that if you guys didn't um, listen to our episodes obviously if you didn't <laughs> nobody's uh, doing that well, actually, probably because if that you're if you're good episode on this, this if one. you're here by now, uh, this late in the episodes and this late in this episode is because you listen to our episodes. So in the ep- yeah, I think I think if you're here by now, you either are discovering us just now and you're like, okay, this, this is never gonna never gonna listen to this again, yeah. or you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, goddamn, you really misunderstood what the topic <laughs> of this podcast was <laughs> and your expectations. You're about to be very disappointed. I mean, you really have low expectations if you keep listening to us for so long. <laughs> so Bremont has a, a wide, uh, an interesting story. Pi- brothers, pilots, ended up crashing their plane into a, a, farm, in a farm in France. It was like Jacques Bremont. Jacques Bremont, and they named their watches after them. So the watch I went for, which is released, I think, in the last couple of years, it's from their Diver series in their um, in their um, their Supermarine. I think it's what they call that the, their divers line. They have a fairly extensive catalog. That's something I don't like. They're starting to develop in-house, fully in-house watches. Really yeah, making in their new British, factory. yeah, really making British watchmaking bringing it back to light. And they have this beautiful e- design ethos where their watches have a mid-case barrel uh, to it instead of it being one piece. Um, and the mid case has a just uh, customizable barrels. You can change the color that you want. Yep. So I went with a, a a divers version, the S302, the GMT version of that diver. The watch uh, comes in at a uh, very very perfect size. Uh, we're talking about um, a four uh, a three hundred meter water resistance. Uh, the watch comes in at forty millimeters, thirty millimeters in height, in or thickness, twenty millimeter lugs. The watch has a decorated rotor, 21 joule, Gleisiger balance, Anacron balance spring. Um, it's a chronometer certified movement, a Nivaflex mainspring rated at 4 hertz, 38 hour power reserve. It's essentially a glorified or chronometer certified uh, ETA. And that watch uh, is essentially the Solid SW3, yeah. uh, the SW330, but uh, chronometer certified. Um so like we were saying, the, the, the watch has the Bremont triptych case construction, scratch-resistant DLC-treated case barrel. So the barrel is uh, its own piece. Unidirectional, obviously, laser-engraved ceramic bezel. Um, perfect size, as I mentioned. Um, has a metal dial with an integrated dial ring, vintage colors. I'm not the biggest fan of vintage, but this watch is different enough and unique enough 
that it's just really can do everything. 300 meter water resistance, true GMT, ISO certified 3159, so cost certification, semantics. So when you're looking that up, just I, I learned this along the way is you'll hear that Bremont uses that a lot. It's ISO 3159, which is what costs certifies certain movements at. Mm. But some people say, oh, it's not cost certified. It's cost certified at this ISO level, right? So you'll hear that sometimes. And other people will... Yeah, other it's like Champagne will, and, you know... Kind of. Bubbly wine. <laughs> anyway, so I, I thought it was... It's it's a really wonderful watch. I'm really like Bremont. I think they need to... Skim it a little bit. Skim their catalog mm-hmm. a little bit. But they're doing great things. I mean, they're starting to be affiliated with rugby players. They're F1. starting to be affiliated with F1 with the Williams team. They got Alex Albon on their site. Uh, they're starting to be affiliated with a bunch of different uh, collaborations. Mm. Um, so um, just quickly to finish on the ball stuff. Yes. Um, they, they don't, we don't have any numbers of production in the recent years, but at their peak, when they're doing a lot of pocket watches, they're in the millions. That, oh, yeah. that must have been early 20th century then. Uh, yeah. Is it before they moved to Switzerland? Because they, they started in the States originally, But right? the thing is that they like Hamilton was building their watches. Elgin was building their watches as well. So at some point, they were building so many like watches. It was like 1.3 million units a year. That's <laughs> That's a, those are crazy numbers considering the yeah, population yeah. of but the world was so much more disposable at that point. Yeah, right? that, yeah. because they were a tool, right? So, yeah. But uh, sorry, sorry to cut you there. But yeah, so that Bermont is not Cusk certified, but it's Cux. Cusk certified. Cusk. No, it is Cusk certified. Oh, okay. it, it is. The ISO it is. 31. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Freudian slip there. Ooh. But the way that they... they, they certified um, penis. They share, they share um, the certification in itself. They don't just say it's cost certified. They share the actual ISO mm. uh, cost certification that accompanies it. So these watches are chronometer certified. You're looking at something that's uh, an independent brand and something a little bit different. I think it's a really, really wonderful uh, timepiece. Wonderful brand. Really yeah. like it. And f- for me, the way I see, I see Vermont over the last two years like the the ramp up they have the acceleration they have like in the let's say main media stuff like that i think like within the next 10 years if they don't fuck anything up they'll they'll be really big like a lot of people have actually wondered that they're like they've had a lot of opportunities they're not growing maybe at that speed i've heard the others say oh they're overpriced but (laughs) sorry it's very niche it's a wonderful brand when you look at the quality of their watches, we have a Bremont dealer here and it's just incredible watchmaking. And it's very geeky as well. Yeah. It's not the old, old brands, not like, you know, GP or Ulysse Nardin. You're like, no, those are geek brands, right? But this one, it's really very niche. So you have a Bremont, you're like, what is that? Exactly. You don't know what Bremont is, but there's a great standing behind you it. You wouldn't get it. But now there's certainly, <laughs> you have this, would like, understand. They have this beautiful, like proudly made in Britain watch. But things really expensive though. Yeah. Maybe it's because they're in England and they have they produce watch, but they're expensive. They're like five thousand pounds. Yeah, it's eight thousand, nine thousand dollars. You can get a lot of watch at eight, nine thousand dollars. Yeah. Labor is expensive. <sighs> like for, you know, you could pay someone cheaper for. <laughs> you know, Fears is even more of a geek brand from England, yeah. from Bristol, right? So, yeah. which I really love, Fears. Bristol, right? but Bermont is like within like more mainstream. Run, but it's also within London, I think. Like. Hmm? within like London at least on their watches it says London yeah I believe so yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah no Vermont is um, one day maybe I'll own one I think so we'll, when we'll, they we'll whether or not tick as a like puck <laughs> that's a big thing let's with go Vermont. try the one let's go spend yeah. the day and go try the one where do they sell them in uh, Montreal uh, Lou's uh, Atelier yeah we gotta, we gotta go there yep yeah what do you got Carl so my last pick for the um $5,000 bracket. It's Japanese. It is Seiko, but it's bigger, so it's Grand Seiko. <laughs> I thought Orient, uh, usually they're bigger in size. Uh, yeah, uh, well, Grand Seikos are huge, man. <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, they were large. Yeah. <laughs> Small people in that country. <laughs> huge whoa. watches. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, their average is like 6'5", right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think they tend to be a, li- a bit under 6 <laughs> quite a bit <laughs> so um, a foot under six <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. I did stretch a little bit the, the budget there so it was 5k I went to 5.5k Canadian for our watch um, so I, but I think that 500 bucks increases worth all the effort to go get it um, there's something about Grand Seiko that makes them unique special um, and not necessarily that those texture dial right and the Japanese nature inspired 
with rice paper finish that mimics a billion different seasons of Japan a year. <laughs> I think just that the that when you really take the time to understand and take a look, and it's all the detail and the exceptional finishes, right? All the components, everything. It's like combined, it's, it's through watchmaking expertise. Like everything together is as good as it gets. There's nothing that's left to oh maybe oh may, maybe we don't do that for the movement or we don't everything right you're right. telling that the ends or polished under so if you ever see a reflection under uh, from under your the ends on the watch it's as beautiful as on top right so exactly. nothing is left for uh nothing's left out pretty much um so a GMT from Genseiko from the Elegance line. I've talked about that watch in the past. It's the SBGM221. So that's the cream dial with the blue GMT end. Uh, that watch is kind of soft. Uh, it's elegant, but not too formal. Um, it demonstrates well the complication, and yet it's a little bit restrained. It's like a little bit of everything for that watch. And it's really, really well balanced. Uh, yeah. I think that the cream dial and the... Did someone say balanced? <laughs> I think that the cream dial, uh, uh, it's really like simple. It's almost like pure, right? That color is not intrusive, but it's also calming. Like, I don't know why I like cream colors dial, like this one. Yeah. Um, that blue hand gives that subtle pop of color as well. So stainless steel case, all the indices are finished like in a silverish. The ends, uh, same thing as well, the cream dial, but like that that blue hand for the GMT, it's just enough color for that watch to go like, nice, there's color on it, right? Uh, but it's not only that. And I think in general, in like the watch industry or the watch collecting, those subtle enough colors are, people do appreciate them. We kind of know Rolexes that if your text is in red, it's worth like 10 times the price of the same watch, but the text is in white. Uh, so subtle notes of colors on those watches do go a long way. Right. Yeah. Um, also, the, the the sizing of that watch, it's 39.5 millimeters uh, diameter. Uh, lug to lug, it's just under 47 millimeters. So I think it's a perfect all-arounder uh, for that size. It's not too thick. It's 13.7 millimeters. So I, I wish it could be more in the 12.5 to 13. It's a bit thicker than I wish, but you know what? Everything else on that watch is pretty insane good. Um, so the caliber in it is the uh, 9S66. Uh, it's 72 hours of power reserve or three days. Uh, it's plus five to minus three a day. Uh, like I was saying, it's stainless steel. Uh, the case back is six screws, um, a T-reflective coating on both sides, and the inner, so inner and outer side of the crystals. It's 19 millimeters for the uh, bandwidth. It's come on crocodiles, but I've seen a lot of different people doing it, putting on different letters and uh, letter, and it really bring that watch um, up. So it's really, really good watch to have a different type of uh, unbend on it. The only really bad side of that watch, when on Grand Seiko website, when you look at water resistance, next to it, it says splash resistant. Oh, oh that, that's not good. That's like, pro I'm guessing that's like dirty. Like, like 30, Is it 30 like moon meters. certified? Yeah, but, but that was it. maybe moon certified just under, so it's 30 meters. Uh, yeah. Humid room certified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for UBDD. And it's uh, 4,800, um, whatever AM means for uh, magnetic resistance. You said it uh, earlier with your watches. Ampere's per meter. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a really good um, all around watch. Like, beautiful exposed case back, beautiful dial, nice GMT complication. Love that watch. For five GM two two one. Yeah, f for five and a half Canadian. Um, it's perfect. pretty sexy, and you can still get it. Like you can get it new, you can get it used. It's like well, that watch is a, it's an available a, Grand Seiko, and it's a very um, it's, it was on my short list. That watch is wonderfully the hand finish movement regulated into six different positions. The diamond mill tool tip, the Zeratsu polishing, hand finishing, uh, a true GMT watch. That's a dress watch. Perfect. So All yeah. right, Dimitri. What do you got there as our final and the best one? And Hopefully. Best pick? Hopefully. Well, yeah, try little, not to disappoint us like you disappointed your mother. Sorry, Disappointed your family. You disappointed your before they disowned you. <laughs> That's why you live in a van under. That's why you under got a bridge. deported from Pakistan. Down by the river. 
<laughs> That's why I was deported to Pakistan. From Pakistan. Oh, uh, from Pakistan. They didn't want you. <laughs> they said, fuck you. <laughs> Not even from Pakistan. You bitch. <laughs> okay, let me finish this. We should keep this. This is this is our humor moment. Uh, so the last watch, it's a Breitling, another company that we should talk about. Yeah. We didn't do an episode about Breitling specifically. Fucking awesome company. I've been actually looking at uh, our Submariner alternatives and they have a very good diver. Uh, but the watch that I'm talking about is the Breitling Avenger 2 GMT. Oh, yeah. It's a relatively new model line from Breitling. I think they're around since 2001. This watch goes for 4500 Canadian dollars. It's a, a proper GMT. Uh, it has a Breitling 32 movement. I think it's ETA-based, but uh, heavily modified. Uh, what's so cool about this line is that um, uh, the Avenger line came out as something that's like like a, a pro indestruct indestructible, right? They have the uh, the Avenger line that has uh, a digital slash um, mechanical movement. They have the Avenger line that has the chronograph, and I think uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, the watch that has that uh, the beacon to save you is also part of the Avenger line. No, I think it's just called the Emergency. But mm-hmm. isn't it part of the? I may, maybe, I'm wrong. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Uh, so this watch, this watch, it's um, uh, it's a forty-two. Uh, one sec. It's a four. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a forty-three millimeter size case with a twenty-two millimeter Love lug width. Uh, forty-two hour power reserve. It's three hundred meter water resistance. It's a, it's a proper GMT movement. Four hertz, twenty-one joules, sapphire crystal. It's called cambered subfire. I guess it's it's glare proof on both sides. Mm. Uh, comes on a calfskin leather, but you can obviously put on something else. Uh, for forty five hundred Canadian dollars, I think it's a pretty cool watch. Uh, it's pretty indestructible. It makes me think a little bit, of, for some reason, of the Victorinox Inox. A very very robust. It's it's a very utilitarian, but at the same time as as every other Breitling watch, it's super dressy. No, it's a one. It's a really, really nice. I love the Breitling Avenger, the Chronograph. Really, really like that watch. Yeah. So that's my final pick. Good Beautiful. Pick. We should be talking about Breitling. Yeah, we gotta yeah. do. We don't talk about Breitling often, eh? No. Well, we have. We have. We've mentioned them. They had a lot of nice releases in the last little while. The new Navitimer was a great release in Watches of Wonder. We gotta do another episode. Year. We haven't done this in a while. In general, right? Uh, an episode about history. history. Hey, still mm-hmm. just just a brand. Yeah, so we're breaking citizen. We should do watch releases recently of, that we like, yeah. and of course um, more talk shows. So I don't more talk shows. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, guys, if there are any GMT watches that you think that we missed that we should have mentioned, mind you, we're trying to stay away from the classics. We know that Longines Spirit Zulu is a phenomenal Holy watch that just shit. came out. Man, by but the way, before it's a little we, too obvious. Before we. Before we can before we finish this, the, the new Longines that just came out, the Ultracron. Holy fucking That's awesome, shit! Man. I've looked at this. It's revived this old model. I didn't even know that existed. Ultra chronometer. Ultra, ultra, chronometer. Chron- ultra chronometer. It's kind of like the Meta thing that the Omega ah, created. Like it's 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 like oh yeah, cost is not enough. Let's do fucking crazy Ultracron. Yeah. It's a five hertz movement a diver, which is a cushion case. I, I fell in love with this watch no, immediately. It's amazing. I yeah, for anybody listening, it's Ultracron. And you know what I love about that watch is. <laughs> I think it's a Jubilee also, which is uh, something yeah, else. Yeah, it's the straight edge. This watch is based on a revival of an old watch, but it doesn't look like an old watch. That means the design is that icon is that good. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's HOA. You're like if they had not, if we had not known it was a revival of a watch from the '60s. It's also, incredible. like three thousand dollars. That's amazing. What? And that's MSRP. Give it a minute. Yeah. Give it a minute. Once it gets to the gray market, you're gonna get amazing. That could be your only diver. Yeah. I, it's, it's, it's the hands are like bars. <laughs> oh man, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go see a Rolex in person. Uh, but watch. like, uh, yeah, in watch. But like, man, the the there are brands that are creating watches that are just like, why would I ever go for a Rolex if I could get something like this for a fraction of a price? Well, once you put it on, you'll see. You're like, you know, why am I not, you know, into this as much? And then you get near it, and you go, yeah. I need this in my life. Like, do you think Rolex is always losing some steam, some momentum? I, Maybe now, right? Well, I think with me, yeah, I think so. With me, it's yeah. losing steam. But like that Longines Ultra Cron, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, I need that in okay. my life. It has a like dirty matte dial. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. You know what? The other thing that I really love that the little subtle touch there, 
uh, I do like the electric watches from Hamilton. Yeah. And the design of the Ultracron, for yeah. some reason, reminds me of those the like the 60s electronic yeah. electric watches. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know that Rolex is listening to some steam with you. You literally went and saw a Submariner, no date, and you turned around and you bought a CWC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just didn't it didn't fit in my collection. Uh, yeah. Okay, but the, the Ultracron is a killer. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely amazing, insane. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Cool. Well, if there's any GMT watches that we miss, guys, ready for travel, let us know where you're going. Let us know what watches you're taking with you, what GMT watches you would like. And uh, we hope that uh, you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll see you next time. Ciao. Ciao. So if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review. With, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks. For those of you always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week.